Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, listeners. How are you doing? Welcome to Luke's English Podcast. And uh, yes, you can probably tell things sound different than they normally do in this episode. That's because I'm recording this in the street just walking down the street. I'm going to explain in a moment. But I wonder what it sounds like. I expect you can hear lots of different noises going on around me. You know, the noises of the street. But, um, so I thought I would quickly record an episode to let you know that I'm, I'm still alive, okay? Luke's English Podcast still exists. And I just want to give you a bit of an update on what's going on and have a bit of a ramble. Um... I'm going to explain why I'm recording this outside in a moment as people walk past me, looking at me, wondering what I'm doing. Um, you can hear actual French being spoken by actual French people. Now, uh, I have other episodes in the pipeline, uh, actually. Um, and I was... How noisy is that? Probably very noisy. It's just th these are the conditions in which I have to record at the moment. That wasn't French. I'm going to explain in a moment. Anyway, so I have other episodes in the pipeline. And I was hoping to upload one of them this week. But for one reason or another, that's not going to be possible. So I've decided to record this one quickly. And upload it quickly that's the idea I'm doing some serious multitasking um, I'm just recording this on my handheld recorder obviously but I'm not at home because I can't record at home so I'm just in the street reading some notes from my phone in fact I'm actually on the way to the laundrette you're thinking what's the laundrette Luke The laundrette, that's an English word, actually. It sounds like a French word, but it's the word we use in English to describe the place where you go to wash your clothes if you don't have a washing machine at home. And, well, we do have a washing machine at home at the moment, but it doesn't work. The drama of our... <laughs> the long-running saga of our apartment and the different appliances in it continues so I'm having to go outside to do the laundry outside I hope this is interesting for you listeners I really do but um, so why aren't you recording this at home Luke in the relative peace and quiet of your home well 
actually i think i think home is even more noisy than it is in the street uh, at this point because there are oh god it's so noisy out here too walking through the streets of paris i won't tell you which part of paris i'm in just in case you know you want to try and find me like liam neeson uh but most most parts of paris are like this it's it's near the center most parts of the city are like this of course noisy full of people it's the middle of the day it's like lunchtime so it's one of the busier times in the streets okay now i've got to the laundrette and i was i was sort of hoping there'd be nobody in there but there is someone in there yeah she's not going to leave she's just sat down so i'm going to do that in a second but okay why aren't you at home you might be thinking as i walk up this slightly quiet side street well yeah there are guys working on the flat above ours now um and they are making so much noise Um, it was you know previously it was our flat that was being worked on as you know if you've heard recent episodes where I've only been able to talk about this, it seems. Um, but now there are people working on the flat above ours. And uh, basically, our flat, in, in the building where we bought our apartment, our flat, by the way, flat, apartment, apartment, flat, same thing. Flat is British English. So our flat and the flat above ours were sold at the same time they were owned by the same person and they were sold at the same time right so we bought the one you know the the, the one down and someone else bought the one above and we had work done on our flat which basically meant smashing down all the walls uh taking up the floor putting a new floor in and so on and so forth it was probably really noisy in fact, I know it was incredibly noisy and disruptive and probably really annoying for the people living downstairs below us. Uh, the work was supposed to take two months. It actually took four months. So the people downstairs probably wanted to murder us after, well, after a week. And it was very annoying for them. But now we are, we're experiencing exactly what they went through before. So it's now happening to us because the people above us have started doing the work on their flat. And it sounds like they're doing exactly the same thing. Smashing all the walls down. Because who needs old walls? Smash them down. And like rebuild them in, in a different way. That's probably what they're doing. And so essentially what it's like in our flat at the moment is... Well, it's like being in a building site what it's like having a building site directly above your head and from about eight o'clock eight thirty in the morning until about four or five in the in the evening or afternoon it's basically bam 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 crumble smash bang 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 smash drills thong 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 just weird noises of things being smashed and broken and sometimes it sounds like the sometimes it sounds like the uh the ceiling is going to collapse and you know big noises so it's not really possible to record at home 
Um, I know that it's noisy out here too, but I thought that at least the sounds of the ambient noises of Paris, the streets of Paris, would be better than the just the horrible noises of work being done above my head. Um, so there you go. Yeah. So I wonder what this this is like for you. Do you, do you get a sense of the sort of uh, the sounds of the streets of Paris around me? That might be nice atmosphere as I, for example, record in a quiet side street. You might be able to hear the sounds of birds or people walking as I people chatting as they walk past on their phones or talk to each other or you might hear people beeping their horns and shouting angrily at each other and insulting each other in French hopefully because that is always entertaining when Parisians get angry and shout and argue uh, with each other in the street I just love that it's one of the most entertaining things um, going right so here you go. You can just imagine that you're hanging out with me in the streets of Paris while I'm recording this. And I'm just going to walk around the neighbourhood. Well, actually, first I'm going to try and put my clothes in the laundrette, right? I'm going to try and do all of that. I was hoping to maybe sort of describe what I was doing while I was doing it. Um, but since there's a, there's a woman in there and the laundrette's very small, I think it would just be too awkward for me to be doing that. So I'm not going to... Um, there's a DHL van that's just pulled up in front of me and a white van has pulled up behind him and the white van can't get through I wonder how long it will take for him to start beeping his horn we'll see but actually the, this whole this whole road there's like three or four white vans blocking the road so maybe it's not going to be an issue anyway so yeah, I can't describe what I was going to I can't talk in the laundrette, so I'll just tell you what I'm planning to do in there. Try and walk away from that van. So what I'm going to need to do is, first of all, choose the machine. So I'm going to choose one of the small machines because I don't have a, a lot of, uh, uh, of laundry to do. As a scooter goes past me, the scooter driver staring at me, wondering what I was doing, what I am doing. Um... So, yeah, I'll choose one of the smaller machines because I don't, I don't have a lot of stuff to wash. Um, and then I'll have to get soap because I don't have any soap. So you go over to the machine, right? You, uh, put, you, you select the number and the soap dispenser has got a number. So you, I'm going to type in the number for the soap dispenser. Um, scan my card to pay for the soap. Then I go over to the soap dispenser and press a button and the soap pops out of a little drawer. It's quite cool. Like, boom, there you go. There's your soap. And then uh, I go back to the uh, payment machine and select the number of the washing machine I want to use. And uh, then I have to do the old card scanning business. I do that. And then the washing machine is ready to go. I select the cycle I would like to choose. In this case, it's kind of uh, color, dark colors right this is exciting isn't it listeners oh fascinating details of luke's laundry routines um but i don't know maybe this is like language that you haven't heard before like, have, have you ever heard anyone talk about doing their laundry in english you don't hear about that every day do you i'll try not to get run over by a car 
Um, and then, um, you know, then I press a button and the machine begins. I've got to put the soap in as well. It seems so simple, but I always manage to screw something up. Like I get the wrong cycle, or I forget to put the soap in, or I put the wrong clothes in, and, like, ruin one of my wife's items of clothing, and she gets, like, angry with me, and like, oh, you're never going to do the laundry again. Until times like this when it's necessary. Okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go into the laundrette. Yeah, the woman's there on her phone. Maybe I'll pretend I'm speaking on my phone while I'm doing this. Ah, I'll do that. I'm going to hold the microphone and phone. No, I'm not going to do that. It's stupid. (laughs) I'm just going to go in and and do this, all right? And I'll continue talking to you when I've finished. Here we go. Entering the laundrette now. Elle avait dit qu'elle commençait quand, ta soeur, pour ta fille Non, mais elle avait dit dès le départ qu'elle commençait lundi ou elle a déjà pris du retard Ah oui, donc elle n'a pas pris. Elle n'a pas pris de retard. Ouais, ouais, ouais. Ben, c'est ça, quoi. C'est, c'est me dire, euh, moi, si elle va. Bon, moi, elle m'a pas dit qu'elle commençait lundi, mais là, elle n'était pas là. She's gone outside. I don't know if you heard her speaking there. She's speaking, obviously, speaking French, because she's French. I don't know what she was talking about. I wasn't really listening. Something about uh, paying a price or something, I think. I don't know. So here we are at the laundrette. The clothes are in the machine. The machine is closed. The door is closed. The bag is out of the way. Uh, right, and that's machine number 16, so I have to press these buttons. Machine 16, please. Only five euros. Whoa, it's, exp- it's pricey. It's expensive. So much more expensive. It's about... Okay, the machine's ready. I've got to put the soap in. The sounds of Luke putting soap in a washing machine. In you go. That's it. Get in there. Right. And I want to choose number three. I've paid. And I press the start button. Okay. Someone else came in. um, So I stopped talking. I can't avoid people here, listeners. Every, Every... Every direction I turn, there are people walking up and down in front of me. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to have to go. I'm just going to have to be brazenly confident here. And uh, even if people look at me and wondering, I wonder, who is this English man speaking English in the street? Then uh, I'm just have to continue. It doesn't matter. Who cares, right? I mean, who cares? Right. So, yeah, someone came in. So I stopped talking, quickly started the machine and made a sharp exit. And here I am now in the street. I've got 45 minutes for that machine. You know, I've got 45 minutes before the machine is done. So let me continue. I'll actually sit here. I'm going to sit on this little window ledge in front of the laundrette. And I'll I'll continue. And maybe people are going to think that I'm 
just sort of on my phone or something. So, yes, there we go. Right, so let's get back to the podcasting stuff. It's been more than three weeks since I uploaded an episode. And this is, I think, only the fourth episode in about two months, nearly three months. Um, And um, so that's not very many podcasts. But, you know, I told you, didn't I? I told you that the podcast would be delayed and disrupted. So it shouldn't be too much of a surprise. Hopefully you all understand what's been going on and that you haven't just completely forgotten about Luke's English podcast and decided to, I don't know, start listening to another podcast, heaven forbid. Uh, But you might be thinking, but Luke, why haven't there been motorbike? Why haven't there been any episodes for almost a month? Well, you know, time flies, time races by. Um, And, you know, like, for example, there's a day where I can't record during that day and then something else happens the next day and I can't record on that day and then the day after that something else comes up and it means I'm not able to work and record stuff then and then you know day by day, one day becomes another day which becomes another day and if, before you know it it's two months and time flies and I was thinking of that quote um, it's from a John Lennon song um, the, the quote is life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans it's from a song called beautiful boy darling boy which is from his 1980 album with yoko called um, um double fantasy and the song is it's a lovely song it's a it's a really really sweet song it's a song for his child his little boy sean who i think was about five years old when he released the song um so it's a song for his little boy and it's it's really really sweet and it's full of little bits of advice and um other nice sentiments and one of the one of the lines is life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans and i always wondered what john lennon what he meant by that really it's just one of those quotes that people often mention like oh yeah life is what happens when you're busy making other plans it sounds kind of like wisdom but i've always actually been a bit confused by it and i thought about it and i guess he's expressing a kind of paradox that many of us live with that while we are making plans for the future, real life just happens in the meantime, day by day, moment by moment. We aim for the future, we kind of set our sights on things we would like to achieve, and we make plans for those things, but the fact is, life is really lived in the present, in the present moment. And while we are making plans for the future, life just continues to happen to us in the present moment. And this is what life is about. Now, does he mean that we should stop and enjoy the present? Or does he mean that we should plan and prepare for the future? I'm not sure, really. But I I guess, I guess he is saying that we mustn't forget to live in the moment and enjoy the moment. And while we're making plans for the future, life in the present just kind of slips past us. And sometimes you need to just stop and live for the moment. And I suppose for me, this this quote sort of came to me, uh, this quote came into my mind right now because at the moment... Um, I suppose while making plans for this podcast, um, thinking about 
just preparing everything to to be able to continue doing the podcast as I would like to, while making plans for the podcast, which basically means make preparing the space in which I'm going to record it. While making those plans, real life has just been happening day by day. As a woman walks past with a pram and two children, none of them seem to take much interest in me, so let's just carry on. So yeah, while I've been preparing you know, the plans for the podcast, my pod room and stuff like that, and preparing it and you know, thinking about the future, real life has just been happening day by day. And... Um, you know, before you know it, two months have gone by without me being able to do my podcast work in the way that I would like to. Um, in fact, real life and the day-to-day tasks and challenges of it have been dominating my time recently, preventing me from being able to actually get to do the things I've been planning. And I've had a goal in my mind. I've had sort of a vision in my mind for ages, not to sound pretentious, but let's just say I've had a goal or a sort of an image in my head for ages now, during all this time, since I packed up all the stuff in my previous room, packed away all my microphones and everything like that, and the podcast has essentially been sort of homeless, um, I've had this vision in my mind, and that image is of me sitting in my new podcast room, which is more or less ready. I mean, I talked about how I put up the shelves and did the painting and stuff. The room is more or less ready with all my stuff inside arranged in a fairly tidy way. I mean, like, you know, there are things on shelves. There are things in drawers. Um, I, I mean, it's not all ready. I need to put guitars on the walls. I need to put up pictures or posters on the walls. I need to have a working internet connection. I need electricity still. I need a decent desk I need a comfy chair, which I might spend most of my life sitting on while working. Uh, I need the right kind of lights. You know, I need a kettle, maybe, for making tea. I need a a backdrop, you know, a nice-looking background for videos, uh, a backdrop that looks pleasing to the eye. I need a computer which actually works and which allows me to record and edit audio and video properly, and so on and so forth. Cups of tea and stuff and maybe another chair or two in fact definitely another couple of chairs if i can squeeze them in there for guests on the podcast um but that goal or vision just keeps getting put back and put back it kind of gets postponed it every time i think i'm getting close to it it gets put further away from me it's a bit like when you are driving somewhere and you're using google maps or you're using gps and the 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 arrival time keeps getting later and later you know when you first set off the arrival time it says oh you'll arrive at 12:15 but then 12:15 becomes 12:30 becomes 1 o'clock and it gets later and later it's kind of like that and you might be thinking well, why? Why, Luke? Why uh, does it keep getting put off and put back? I can't really even explain it. It's just that general stuff has been getting in the way. I think a lot of people, like other people, seem to manage to move house and get back to their normal lives quite quickly. But this just seems to be taking ages, and it's because of lots of little things. Here are some reasons why things are taking so long. I'm going to move. I'm going to start walking because there are people walking past looking at me. And um, 
I said I was going to be confident, but I feel self-conscious. So here are some of the reasons why it's been taking so long. Uh, First of all, my daughter got sick with COVID. She's absolutely fine. Don't worry. Thanks for your concern. Obviously, you're concerned, you know, when you hear that, aren't you? Like, oh, no, is she all right? Yeah, of course, she's fine, totally fine. But she got sick with COVID and she wasn't able to go to school. And so I had to stay at home to look after her. So that was a week. And um, also, my wife got sick during the same week. Um, she didn't have COVID. It was just like a mystery um, virus that we we you know couldn't identify maybe covid 18 or covid 17 one of the other covids uh, i suppose but it wasn't she kept testing negative and negative and negative so she didn't have covid but she wasn't very well so basically i was looking i was off work i couldn't go to to teach because i had to look after the two of them and i couldn't do anything else um so that was a week and then you know just other stuff i mean i don't mean to com- i'm not complaining i'm really not because very happy with my life and it's it's good to have things to do but i am just sort of i don't know what rambling giving you a, giving you an idea of what's been going on in podcast land so and and reasons why it's mysteriously taking so long for my podcast room to get electricity and internet and the rest of it so teaching at the british council three mornings a week um wednesday afternoons with my daughter she finishes school early on a wednesday afternoon and uh, that's that's my time with her so wednesday afternoons i'm just with my daughter doing stuff going to the park and you know uh watching her play and telling her stories she just demands stories all the time as soon as she comes out of school she's like can i have a story and i have to make up a story while we're walking along she does she makes up the stories as well sometimes um uh so basically i don't have a massive amount of time and normally it's enough you know in normal conditions it's it's fine but these aren't normal conditions also i got sick a couple of times which, you know, meant that I couldn't do anything. Uh, the first one was, an, again, a virus, but not COVID-19, maybe COVID-18, or maybe COVID-20. Hmm. I hope not. I hope I'm not patient zero for COVID-20. What will, what will COVID-20 be like anyway when it comes along? Is it going to be worse than COVID-19 or somehow better? That would be good, wouldn't it, if it was better than COVID-19? You know, you can imagine the news reports, um, uh, you know, like the f- uh, first instance of COVID-20 has been discovered. Um, and it's the good news is it's fantastic. It makes you feel really energized and positive and it helps you breathe much better than you could breathe before. In fact, we urge everyone to go out there and start kissing and uh, shaking hands and um, licking uh, door handles because COVID-20 is brilliant and uh, experts predict that it's going to help the economy. I don't know. (laughs) It's obviously unlikely, but, you know, we can but hope. So I got got ill with several things like a, a virus, just winter stuff, you know. But it also meant that I was just out of action. The second thing I had was just like a really bad back. 
because I do actually have a bit of a bad neck and every now and then it um, it gets really bad uh, I've got a, a technically I don't know do you need to know this technically I have a slipped disc in uh, in my back uh, makes me sound very old doesn't it but um, between each vertebrae there are these like discs of I suppose cartilage and it's quite common that those discs sort of hemorrhage or slip slightly and what happens to me is that when the disc kind of I don't know slips out slightly then there are lots of nerves that get pinched and when the nerves get pinched it causes muscles to spasm in my back and my neck and my shoulders so I had um, about a week of like major discomfort there were a few days where I couldn't really get up and move around I was just lying down so that was fun I mean I was so pissed off I was so angry at not being able to do anything you've got no idea I was furious just lying in bed just like lying in bed with a really uncomfortable neck and a migraine headache just like fuck this I want to I want to make podcasts not lie in bed with a bad neck um so there you go I mean that was probably because of general stress but also the fact that I hadn't sat on a comfortable chair for weeks because at home we still at that point didn't have a sofa we've got a sofa now yes oh honestly we appreciate it so much it's amazing having a sofa it's just the the best thing in the world what a luxury uh, oh, and just other things like I had to be at home to be to um, meet people coming to the flat to deliver things and do work, a washing machine, a meeting with a guy to fit the radiators, uh, a meeting with a guy to get quotes for lots of work that needs to be done on the flat, like extra work, like we want some shelves to be fitted, and that's beyond my abilities because there are some specific spaces where we need shelves and other bits of carpentry. Meeting a guy for a quote about uh, fitting electricity in my office. A quote, by the way. A quote, this is when you ask someone to do some work and they uh, have a look around and go, hmm, hmm, okay, okay. And you tell them what they, what, you tell them what you want them to do and then they give you an idea of how much it might cost. And we call that a quote. And they send you the quote. And then based on that, you sort of say yes or no. And quite often the final price might be higher than the, than the quote. Anyway, so lots of people coming around for quotes for this and that and the other. And obviously I have to be available to talk to them, to meet them. Um, um, the list goes on there's loads of other things that i could mention which i won't because it'll bore you the thing about the washing machine so for ages we didn't have a washing machine um and then we got one you know about the washing machine cupboard which um (laughs) was a nightmare we finally got a washing machine fitted it in the cupboard after having to remove the doors and stuff and we and we had a washing machine that worked for about a month and then the, the machine um started leaking it leaked water all over the floor so we had to stop using it so we had a washing machine for a month before it in, you know just stopped working and so i had i had to keep going back to the laundrette like today uh, a guy came to fix it today of course he didn't fix it um i basically i'm i'm living i, I seem to have 
walked into an alternate universe where I've become Carl Pilkington dealing with like delivery guys who are supposed to fix my fridge and washing machine and stuff. It's weird. Anyway, um, he didn't fix the machine. He just identified the problem and he's arranged to come back to replace a part. When's the next time he can come back? Oh, in a month. Yeah. So we've got no washing machine for a month. So more trips to the laundrette for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, we worked out, right, that normally the price of one load of washing using your washing machine at home is about 50p, 50, 50 cents. When you do one load at the laundrette, it's, it's like four or five euros. It's how much more is that? Is that 10 times as much? I think it is. So it's ridiculous. Um, what else? More news from Lepland. Um, tomorrow we are going to go to the UK. It's the school holidays, in fact. And we're travelling to the UK, travelling to England tomorrow. Very early, ridiculously early. Hopefully the, the train won't be very busy. And uh, so we're going to stay at my parents' place for about a week. Um, and so we're on holiday Right, so that's again more time when I'm not really going to do any work, and time when I can't be at the office to uh, meet someone to fit the electricity. So the electricity has to be fitted afterwards. It's supposed to happen the day after we get back. Uh, so you know, another reason why it's taking a long time. But yeah, it's going to be nice to be in the UK. Nice to be with my parents. And I know what you're thinking. You might be thinking, "Oh, Luke, can you record an episode of the Rick Thompson Report, or an episode with your mum, or your brother, or all three of them?" And I might be able to do that. I'll see. It might be possible to record something. And you might also be thinking, "Oh, Luke, yes, an episode of the Rick Thompson Report where you can explain the entire." Russia-Ukraine situation not to mention all of British politics I don't know if we will talk about Russia and Ukraine, it's just too sensitive all I will say now is that oh, that's, that's complicated isn't it some of you are thinking, no Luke, it's not complicated at all, in fact it's very simple alright, fine, um, it's probably best that I don't comment, except that I just you know where I stand on things like this can everyone just calm down basically all right i won't comment any further because the more i say the 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 more chances are i'm going to say something stupid that i will regret later but anyway i hope that obviously i hope that nothing i hope nothing happens you know it could be terrible oh dear okay stop talking about that luke okay i will i will um and yeah, right, so there you go. Guys working on the flat above us. Uh, there are also guys working on the building opposite. There's a massive building, and there's loads of people in there drilling and hammering. And <laughs> It's like, what's going on? We just live in a building site. This entire city is constantly under construction, it seems. But that's what it is to live in a bustling, exciting, vibrant, lively uh, capital city. The city's always changing. It's sort of constantly in flux. That's one of the exciting things about being here. Um, so, I mean, you know, there you go, listeners. That's just some of what's going on in my small corner of the universe. I don't mean to suggest that any of this is at all important. 
especially in the context of the wider political situation in many parts of the world. But I just wanted to tell you what's going on. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling impatient. I'm feeling really impatient. I'm, I'm happy, but I'm a bit frustrated. Not because of that bicycle, although that is quite annoying, isn't it? You know, bicycles that have very squeaky brakes. And when someone is riding down a hill, because I'm walking down a hill now, and they're just like that all the way down the hill, you just think, could you maybe fix that? <laughs> there he goes again. Um, all right. I'm a bit frustrated and impatient. I just want everything to be ready. My goal, my vision, my image of happily sitting in my new pod room just keeps getting further and further away. Um, so, listeners, basically, bear with me, okay? Hold on. Uh, if you're impatient, if you want new episodes at the same rate as before, then hang in there. I know it's a bit interminable, all this waiting around. Interminable. That's a nice one. Interminable. When something is interminable, it means it's frustrating because you have to wait a long time. Something that just seems to take ages is interminable. So um, this is a... All this waiting around is all a bit interminable. And all these things like you've got to do this, you've got to get this washing machine and that thing and then you've got to wait for a guy to come for a quote and then ba 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 it's all very interminable all this waiting around but good things come to those who wait and the podcast will be back again properly and i'll be recording producing and publishing audio and video episodes and premium content at the usual rate at the usual rhythm soon okay and i don't know what it's like for you maybe you're fine um you might be thinking that's fine luke we totally understand or maybe some of you are like i don't understand i still even after how long have you been talking even after 40 minutes luke i still don't understand uh, <laughs> but most of you are probably like that's fine we 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 understand we appreciate uh, the work. In fact, I tweeted yesterday on Twitter. I wrote this podcast update. It's still a busy time. We're still working on the flat. My pod room still doesn't have electricity or internet. My daughter was off school with COVID, so I couldn't work. She's fine. And then I was ill and couldn't work. I'm fine. But LEP will be back in one to two weeks. And a few people uh, commented. Uh, Zoe Ching. Uh, at Zoe Ching wrote get well soon well Zoe I'm fine I mean I'm fine like I said in the in the in the message uh, I was ill and I couldn't work brackets I'm fine so you know past tense I was ill I'm not I'm not ill anymore but I appreciate the message Zoe Ching uh, Jinti Niog said take care dear dear hmm would I say dear oh, am I going to correct people's English See, the thing about Jinti Niog is he's kind of a special case. I've seen him writing on Twitter, and he's incredibly uh, articulate. But, he, but Jinti, if you're listening, you do have quite an old-fashioned register. You speak in, you write in quite old-fashioned English. Is that on purpose? Because you're very good at it, but I don't know if you realise. It's often this very, very old-fashioned literary style, as if you are someone from a Sherlock Holmes story. Um, and I wouldn't say dear like that to someone unless I'm an old woman 
it seems old women use the word dear. Hello, dear. How are you, dear? But um, Jin, as far as I can tell, Jinty, looking at your picture, you are not an old woman. Uh, but anyway, it's nice. Anyway, Natalie at Natalie Loves Plums said, Take care, teacher Luke. Best wishes to you and your wonderful family. Stay strong. Thank you, Natalie. Uh, Marcin at Marcin Tinsky uh, said, Good luck. <laughs> Again, sounds like the bad guy from Taken. Good luck. Uh, Faye Mag- Magfuri, whose name I probably got wrong, at Faye Magfuri said, Stay safe. Can't wait to hear you again, Luke. Uh, forget me not. Um, I can't read your Twitter handle there. Said, take care, you and your family, and good luck with all the things you need to do. Thank you. Luis Fernando said, take your time, teacher, and all the best for you, uh, all the best for your home and family. God bless you. Thanks so much. Frank at Frank Lau 01. Best wishes to your lovely daughter and your family. Thanks very much, Frank. Slelia at Slelia Moore said, see you then. Be better soon. Saludos from Argentina. Thank you very much. Ilaro Siton. Um, Ilaro Siton. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll let you think of a joke for that one. Sit on what? Sit on a chair? I don't know. Like, you could think of something, couldn't you? You could think of something. I'm not going to do it. Ilaro, sorry. I was. Sounds like I should make a joke. I probably pronounced your name wrong anyway. Kiton? I don't know. Uh, he said, I, I'm, I looking forward to listen to you soon. Okay, I've got to correct that one. So not I looking forward to listen to you soon, Ilaro, but I am looking forward to listening to you soon. All right? All right, so it's, it's be looking forward to ING, right? And then listen to. So I am looking forward to listening to you soon. Right, that, got that, listeners? It's very common to make mistakes with look forward to. It's look forward to doing. In fact, it's normally it's be looking forward to doing. I am looking forward to listening to you soon. Teresa Peltz at Teresa Peltz said, "Take care, Luke." Jose Mauricio at GNA. Uh, okay, I can't I can't say your Twitter handle either. At Gnatatales. Anyway. I wish you all a good recovery. Hi from Brazil. Thanks, Jose. We are fine. Jose, probably, if you're Brazilian. Um, we're fine. We're fine. We were ill, but we're, we're fine now. And uh, Carmen, Leah, I don't know how to say your name, Carmen, but I'm just going to call you Carmen. Regular Twitter commenter and, um, and sort of a long-term listener at Twitter Pedre. Um, glad to hear you're doing. Glad to hear you're all doing well again. Take care of yourselves and take all the time you need. The Lepsters will be there when you come back. Thank you, Carmen. I appreciate that. So there you go. We're basically done. I'm I'm going to stroll back in the direction of the uh, laundrette now. See the status of the the clothes in the in the washing machine. Hopefully, hopefully the laundrette's not just like full of bubbles and foam you know when like you get you get the wash you do make a mistake with the washing machine and it just starts producing bubbles and foam and it's just like ah foam everywhere for some reason i'm imagining that i'm going to get to the laundrette or there's going to be smoke pouring out the back of the machine 
and all the clothes are on fire. <laughs> Unlikely. Or it's just it's full of foam. Or maybe I put all the wrong clothes in and they're all going to be all shrunk, you know, all be tiny. All the clothes are going to be shrunken down to the size of a mouse. And it's like, uh, my wife's, I'm going to come home and say to my wife, there you go. Clothes are washed. I also shrunk them. Uh, <laughs> um, it costs it cost 10 times the normal price and they are 10 times smaller than they were before. Um, hopefully that won't be the case. Um, as I walk up this nice, quiet back street, which is now quiet. I mean, when I was recording here before, it was like Piccadilly Circus, wasn't it? But it's um, much more quiet and peaceful now. Ah, the lovely streets of Paris. And February, it's late February, and it's, it's a sunny day today. Oh, there's nothing better than a sunny day in winter when you feel the sunlight on your skin. February sunshine is a wonderful thing when you live in, uh, you know, in a place like this, sort of fairly northern part of Europe. It's, it's, it's more or less the same weather, same conditions as in England, really. Which means you get a long winter. There are often very long grey days. It can be very dark. You don't get that much sunshine. But then when the sun comes out in February, late February, and it's warm on your skin, and you can feel that vitamin D kicking in, that is a beautiful thing. And it, gives you, it fills you full of hope for the future, doesn't it? It does. Um, so let's stick with that at the end. Uh, is anyone in the... Just a woman walking past me there probably wondering what I'm doing. Yeah, there's someone in the laundrette, a girl. Looks like she's doing her homework or something. Maybe she's listening to Luke's English podcast and writing down vocabulary while she's doing it. Or maybe she's just doing something else. Who knows? Right, well, that's it for this episode, listeners. Is it? No, you know what? I'm going to go in the laundrette and I'll tell you the condition of the clothes uh, just to reassure you that everything's okay. All right, so I'm going to go in now. I won't talk because there's someone in there. Here we go. All right. Everything seems fine. 15 minutes left on the machine. 15 minutes to wait. The girl who I hoped was listening to Luke's English podcast and writing things down appeared to be studying Chinese. Looks like she was writing some notes in Chinese characters. Good for her. Good for her. Well done to that girl in the laundrette. Also multitasking spending lots of money to wash her clothes while improving her foreign language skills. Very good stuff. I think what I'm going to do is just go for a stroll and maybe buy myself some lunch. <sighs> okay, listeners, so there you go. That's been an update from Lepland. Um, a little slice of my day. And um, I will speak to you on the podcast soon. Oh, you know what? There were other things I wanted to say. There were other things I wanted to say. What am I going to do? I really wanted to say this earlier in the episode because I wanted to tell you this. So in the meantime, right? So, the, the, you know, there might be a delay until the next episode, although I do have some episodes in the pipeline. I recorded a couple of things, including a, a live talk I did at the British Council 
Um, that's where I, I, I did a, a, a talk, not a TED talk. Thanks, Scooter. Thanks for that. Not a TED talk. A Luke talk. No, not a Luke talk. But it was a, a, a talk in English at the British Council. And I talked about one of my favourite subjects, of course, the Beatles. I, the aim of the talk was to try to explain the appeal of the Beatles. Why do people love the Beatles so much? And I did it in front of an audience. There was about 50 people there and I recorded it for the podcast and I'm going to publish it. So you're going to be able to listen to a live podcast recording in front of an audience, which is a new thing. So that's coming soon. I'm just sort of, you know, working on it when I can. Also, I recorded a conversation with Anthony Rotuno about meditation. And it's about meditation and learning English. And you'll be able to listen to that when it comes out, when it's ready. That should come soon as well. I'm not sure when, but it is in the pipeline. And as ever, I've still got Premium 33 to finish. And the that is kind of still a work in progress. And I'm working on that as well. So stuff is coming, but I don't know when. So in the meantime, you can listen to some other things. And talking of Anthony Rotuno, who was a guest on my podcast uh, last year, we talked about John Lennon, if you remember. Um, What was I saying? So talking of Anthony Rotuno, he invited me onto one of his podcasts last week to talk about one of our favorite films. The film is called Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's a brilliant, crazy, absurd British comedy, one of the most popular British comedy films of all time. Uh, And we talked about it for about an hour and a half, um, discussing it and talking about some of our favourite scenes and commenting on uh, what it all means and so on and you can listen to that uh, so the podcast is called Film Gold and the episode is Monty Python and the Holy Grail you can find Film Gold wherever you get your podcasts but uh, certainly you will see links in the description and links on the page for this episode on my website so check out my appearance on Film Gold talking about Monty Python and the Holy Grail um, and of course there, if you haven't checked them out already I was also on Stenix English Podcast and I was on Rock and Roll English Podcast late last year. Uh, You might not have heard those. Uh, Stenix English Podcast episode 400 and Rock and Roll English Podcast episode 250. In fact, I understand that Martin from Rock and Roll English is also, he's moving house, not just moving to a new part of town, but he's moving to a new country. Um, Him and his, his family, his rock and roll family, are moving to England, moving back to England from Sicily, where they were before. And uh, so that's, that's going to be complicated for him. I hope everything goes well. Maybe I can invite him onto my podcast to talk about it when, uh, when he has moved. But good luck to Martin and his family. Um, okay, so there you go. Listen to um, Film Gold. Um, listen to me and Anthony talking about Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I did an episode about that um, a long time ago, episode 202. Um, was an episode of this podcast about Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I talked about the film a little bit and then um, listened to one of the scenes from the film and broke it down line for line uh, and broke it down line by line. So if you want to, 
if you want to understand a specific scene and understand every single thing and let me explain all the jokes for you, you know, dissect all the frogs, then listen to episode 202. That could be quite a good combination. Episode 202 of my podcast and episode 15 of Film Gold could be quite a good thing to listen to. At some point, maybe in a few months, I will probably publish um, Anthony's Film Gold Monty Python episode as an episode of this podcast. He said that I could, but that won't be until later this year. So if you want to listen to it now, you can do that. Okay, links in the description. All right, then. That's it now. Um, I'm going to stop this exercise in social awkwardness (laughs) and I'll let you carry on with your life as well. Thank you for listening to my podcast. You are wonderful, wonderful people. Um, Best of luck to you wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And I will speak to you again on the podcast soon. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.